0: Hello, everyone. This is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome again to the show. Today, I have a special guest, a new friend, Grant. And we met together, we met each other, I'm sorry, at Catapult, which is a co working space in Lakeland, Florida. Hey, Grant. How's it going, Mark? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. So could you introduce yourself and
1: talk about yourself just a little bit? Sure. So my name is Grant Posner. I uh, Previously to coming on board with Catapult as the Makerspace director, uh, I own a rapid prototyping company called 3d musketeers our goal is to bridge the gap between business owners and engineers with modern technology we, we simplify those complicated engineering drawings that business owners don't quite understand give it to them something physical so whether that's 3d printing laser cutting CNC milling or just CAD right show it to them in a way that they understand it show them you know the ROI that comes along with those it's been it's been a fun ride for us. We've worked with some crazy customers. Everyone from the Smithsonian to Snoop Dogg. It, it, it's been a real uh, interesting journey, and uh, you know, recently I came on board with Catapult. Um, as of the recording, it's been about a month uh, that I've been working with Catapult, and I'm blessed to be a part of the team. I'm still doing 3D Musketeers. But it's transitioning more to something that's more an automated process while I come on and focus on building the makerspace here at Catapult. So I have a few follow-up
0: questions. Mm-hmm. Number one, 3D Musketeers. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting name. It right? Is. It is a name that you remember, hopefully, and also be a conversation
1: topic. How did you come up with that name? I didn't. My dad did. So 3D Musketeers started with three people, mm-hmm. myself, my brother, and one of our best friends. My dad always called us the Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. And my, my, my dad's like that sage, dad advice kind of guy. He works in higher education. Uh, Dr. Kenneth Posner, if mm-hmm. people want to look him up. But uh, he, I said, you know, dad, we're having such a hard time with the name. We can't really think of anything. He said, why don't you just call yourselves the Three D Musketeers? I said, gosh, that's so terrible. I love it. And we rolled with it. You know, we we've we just rolled with the name and it, it stuck. Our big, full-color 3D printer is named D'Artagnan, which, if you know the story of the Three Musketeers, is the main character, and also the fourth Musketeer. So that was the the, the fourth body in the business. So, wow. yeah, there's a little history to it. <laughs> I love that story of
0: Three Musketeers. I mean, that really took off, right? Uh, Dumas, Alexandre Dumas, is mm-hmm. the author, right? Yes. And it, it really is... Um, a lot of stories are based on that, right?
1: And it's, right. It's, it's, it's written so well, right? It is. It is. It, it, it's a, it's a time tested, true, good story, right? The only problem that we have is that people think there are A's in Musketeers, and there aren't. Musketeers is all E's. That's, That's right. always been the hardest part for us, like, all right, I have to spell out the company name, mm-hmm. or you're not going to find us. Right,
0: <laughs> right. Grant. Right. What led you? What compelled you to start this company? What was there a seminal moment? Was there a special type of uh,
1: what? What led you to it? I've always been a geek my entire life. I was the kid that sat in front of the class, asked all the friggin' questions, and it was the general pain in the butt in, in most high school. Everyone had those kids, and I, I'm sure you, you can think of the person in the class if it wasn't you. And I was—I always had a thirst for knowledge and when it came time to decide where i wanted to go to college i made a financial decision i went to the college it gave me the best financial package and went after a business degree and that helped me understand that i can still do all the engineering that i love but i don't need the degrees i need the business prowess to show that i can do this it also helps that I work really well when I'm the boss <laughs> versus working under other people uh, because I have a particular way of doing things that I can prove now works. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my master's program at St Leo I went to St. Leo for both my undergraduate and graduate degrees. In my master's program we were just going through an entrepreneurship class and I rolled the dice and said, let's do it let's let's just do it. And uh, a guy in the class actually decided he wanted to give a little seed capital, and that is how not 3D Musketeers started. That is how the object shop started, which was my first 3D printing company. Um, About a year and a half or so, maybe two years, um, I ended up making my exit from that company uh, due to health reasons. Uh, and then a few months later, that company unfortunately did fail without me there. I went over to 3D Musketeers instead, so I started a company where uh, I was a majority shareholder, rather than a minority.
0: This is interesting. Um, I'm always very uh, curious mm-hmm. to find out. Everyone has a story about failure. They do. I mean, it's just it's just you know it's just a part of human condition, mm-hmm. right? No matter where you are. I don't care where you started from, where you came from. There must be some of that learning battleground, right? So, would you mind talking about what would you consider to be your biggest failure in business or in life? <laughs> Let's
1: you decide. Uh, it is a business podcast, right? So. Yeah, so we we'll, we'll go with business, and I think. The biggest failure for me was not understanding everything that would go into a business. The time. I think it really hit me hard when I had to make the tough decision that I hope no other business person has to make. But I know a lot of them do. Do you pay your rent or do you pay your people? And thankfully, my people were very understanding and they are all still with us today. And that was three years ago, at least. It was probably four years. Four years ago now, huh? Yeah. But it, it, that was really, that made me as a person feel like I failed because I as the business owner did not make the sales that we needed to make. I wasn't able to go out and sell like I was good at doing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt as though I had failed. And not just failed myself, not just failed my business, but most importantly, I failed the guys that worked with me. Because they're relying on me for a paycheck. They're relying you know, on, on the business. So um, th- that was definitely one of those harder times of failure in business. I mean, look, we, we, every day people fail. Whether it's a little tiny failure or something large. A failure truly only matters if it ends your life or you don't learn from it. And I think the biggest positive that I got from that failure was understanding the finances of a business and understanding that I cannot do everything. I need an accountant. It's the best money that I spend every single month uh, is paying the accountant to make sure that everything is in line, that everyone can get paid. Um, yeah, so I, I would say that the, the financial hardships that come with starting a business was probably one of our biggest failures. I want to
0: go back just a little bit. Sure. You know, if we can go a little deeper. I just heard you say about sales, mm-hmm. right? Um, there was maybe a misfire or maybe miss, not hitting your goals yeah. in sales. What do you think stopping business owners who are eager to succeed, mm-hmm. right? Who, who, you know, all in, there's nothing holding them back. Right. What do you think is that biggest uh, problem in sales?
1: It's being comfortable selling to other people. My issue that I had was that I didn't have the time. We had a retail business in a mall, and it always had to be staffed. Mm -hmm. So unless I knew that that meeting was going to end in money and enough money for me to pay someone to be at my chair so that I could be at the meeting, I didn't go to meetings because I couldn't afford to leave the shop unattended. It was too risky. So that that was why that failed. I'm actually a relatively decent salesman if I have the time to do it. Uh, but when I see entrepreneurs, I work with entrepreneurs and inventors all the time, people have a hard time selling their product to others because they feel like it's like, oh, it's an MLM or it's a pyramid scheme. Because mm-hmm. no one, when you think of salesmen, everyone thinks of that, the shark standing outside of the, uh, used car a lot, the minute you're unlocking your door, they're right there saying, oh, oh, sale, sale that's not what sales is sales is about building a relationship with people, learning about their lives, and and seeing how you can solve those painful problems that's what business is and especially a service business, it is solving painful problems with purposeful solutions mm, mm, mm. this is so good, please say it again Painful problems with purposeful solutions. I like this, and we'll make sure
0: we'll put this in a show notes. Uh, this will be one of those tweetable. Um, well,
1: uh, and that that one you can attribute to Russ Barnes, Doctor Russ Barnes. Uh, Russ Barnes, oh my gosh, you know what a Russ? small world! <laughs> <laughs> so, three uh, D Musketeers. We we worked with Russ. Uh, actually, I was just emailing Russ when when we decided, "Oh, let's go shoot the podcast." Uh, is I was a client or am a client of Russ's and a success story. has really helped us understand our mission as a company and helped us define our target market. Right. A lot of businesses say, especially inventors, well, who's your product for? Well, it's for everybody. No, it's not. It's not. And if anyone thinks out there that your product is for everyone, you really need to sit down and def- and truly understand what everybody actually needs. Your product has a defined target market. If you don't know it, my contact information is going to be somewhere here. Yep. Reach out to me. I'll help you. Absolutely. But it, it it is understanding that target. That's what it's all about. Russ told me, you know, the, the whole painful problems, purposeful solutions. Um, he has got a great book. It's that he like, wrote? Yeah, he wrote. It's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to butcher it, so we'll, we'll put we'll, it in we'll, like the description we'll, we'll, or something. yeah uh, I have it in my car. I, I carry it with me because I read it all the time. It's like 30 pages. It's like eight bucks just buy. Any any oh, any business owner should buy it because hmm. it helps. It just kind of it's like getting slapped with reality, but it's not the hardcore slap that you get if you if you you know stray away from what should be done. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, anyways, I well, I I moment. do know Russ Barnes. I met him several years ago. Russ Barnes is a member of a nonprofit organization that I'm part of, Toastmasters International. Yep. In Tampa mm-hmm. area, and he is has been an influential member in that community that is correct. for many years. Um, he is a PhD. Yes. Right. He recently Older. got his PhD. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Russ Barnes. Right. I also know that he has served in um military. Yes. In the Army. I feel I don't
1: know, but I don't know his rank. I'm uh, not certain of the branch either, but he, he, he is a service a former service member. Yeah.
0: So this is a small world. <laughs> so this is just tells you that uh, you can't Achieve success alone, you really have to step outside of your comfort
1: zone. Right. Right. And we found this similarity just now. I would yeah. have never known. Small business is not about what you know, it's who you know. And you know, every single entrepreneur has likely had someone call them and they just can't help them. Their product, their service, it's not for this person. If you happen to have a black book, we say, you know, I can't help you, but I got a guy who does, let me give you his contact info. Now that lost sale to you just turned into a lead for somebody else and back scratch each other, especially when you get that synergy moving, right? You've got that blacklist of people that you really like to work with Mm -hmm. and you like passing jobs around because once you figure out what you're truly good at, what you like doing, what makes you money, that's when you figure out what your business is. You move from being a a hobbyist or a professional hobbyist to being a business owner. Uh, And Catapult's great for helping people actualize their potential in that. uh, There are co-working spaces out there. So let's talk about Catapult. I I love this transition. Let's get into that,
0: right? Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what it is and what do you do? Because I always talk about (laughs) things that I love. Toastmasters is one of those. I love Toastmasters Uh, too. Health Health education is another big one mm-hmm. in, in Polk County and Central Florida. I'm part of that as well. And now Catapult. So why are you here? And what do you see as as those beautiful seedlings that
1: are happening? I will try to make a long story somewhat shorter, but as you know, I talk a little bit. Uh, I am here at Catapult out of nothing but dumb luck. And what is Catapult? Catapult is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to getting entrepreneurs and wantrepreneurs from where they are to where they want to be. That's one of Russ's things, too, from where you are to where you want to be. Because right. everyone's got these dreams of, yes, business person. It comes down to wanting something better, not wanting to make somebody else rich, wanting to be that person that gets rich catapult helps you take those first steps helps you get there the name catapult catapult you towards success um so i am the director of the makerspace and yes the new building 3.0 so we're in 1.0 right now we're actually in the podcasting room of 1.0 uh 3.0 because 2.0 is a long story we're not going to get into that 3.0 is a 38,000 square foot location overlooking lake mirror In Lakeland, Florida. It houses a 5,000 square foot commercial kitchen, a 9,500 square foot maker space, tons of conference rooms. My favorite conference room is on the third floor. It's three walls of glass overlooking the lake. Mm -hmm. That's where that's where you shake hands and make big deals. That's where things happen in that room. But where I make stuff happen. Sounds exciting. Oh man. Hard hat tours are so much fun. where I make stuff happen is down in the makerspace, right? 9,500 square feet. Um, it is my goal to help people get their ideas and bring it to life. It's exactly what I do in my for-profit company. So people that come to us that are local in the Lakeland area, I always say, look, you can get the same thing you're getting right now in 3D Musketeers, except you don't have me do it for you. I teach you how to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying me a bunch of money per hour to do it, you pay a flat fee every month, you get all the education that you want, and then you are empowered to build your own business rather than having someone else build the hard stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let's say you want to start a business, you don't know where to start. We've got people to help you write business plans. Mm-hmm. You're ready for funding? Cool. We can help you get a pitch deck. Personally, I've got a panel of VCs that whenever an entrepreneur or an inventor is ready for a pitch deck, they have to pass my standards. Once you pass my standards, you get you into the panel of VCs. There have been some deals made, and it's mm. fun. Um, Catapult really solves a lot of those problems that you don't see. There's nothing like this in the country. There are maker spaces. There are co-working spaces. There are commercial kitchens. As far as I'm aware... There is nothing that has it all under one roof, in a brand new state-of-the-art building that is nonprofit and has an actual budget for legitimately good stuff. This mm. this is unheard of. Okay, I used to be in fundraising. I know how much it sucks to have to fundraise every single dime that you have and scraping by to get you know some bottom-of-the-barrel machine so you can have a maker space. That is not what this is about. We're putting in state-of-the-art stuff, things that a little boy or girl could only dream of. Just dream of your ideal shop. We will have every tool that you want and more.
0: You know, this is just an incredible, (laughs) incredible (laughs) news, right? It is. So, somebody who's really living here in Central Florida, full county, like what... I'm actually in Pasco. You live in Pasco. I do. And you travel... To
1: Lakeland I because do. of this I opportunity. Do. Right, it is 53 minutes each way. Yeah, almost 70 miles round trip. Wow. Yeah, you know, and it's not a bad drive. It's just a long drive. Um, you know, thankfully the. Uh, my girlfriend, or I would call her the better three-quarters, is an ICU nurse right here at Lakeland Regional. Mm-hmm. So what it turns into is I get longer days, and she gets a chauffeur, and I get a cheaper gas bill, because on the day she works, I drive her car, she gets to sleep in the car, because objectively, being a makerspace director is nowhere near as stressful as being an ICU nurse, okay? She's she's the real MVP among us all. Um but it, it, it's worked out well. We're looking to relocate here. Um, it's something that I... I think there is a home for me and my business and hopefully my future life here in Polk County. Um, what everybody is doing here is truly... <laughs> so it truly is. There's something. There's this excitement
0: this palpable, Palpable in the air. It is. You can feel it. You can. You can... You can gain inspiration from it mm-hmm. And what I really like about this um, gathering this this occurrence of events that this is real it is and, it and is. it's getting more and more real every right? day that's that's the beauty and so if you are listening to this podcast, this podcast is heard internationally cool. so we're not just in Florida but it's all over the world. awesome. So we want people to come and to visit. And perhaps
1: do business. Here, yeah, right. Yeah. But, so uh, the official word is 3.0 will be opening Q1. Um, although, asterisk, uh, timing subject to change. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, when you're doing something like this, yeah. delays happen. Absolutely. Um, and so, as soon as 3.0 is open, don't worry, it's going to get international attention. There's nothing like this out there. International attention. And, Seriously. And I'm so happy to be part of it. Me too. Honestly. Although I I, I feel like I've been missing out. I didn't know about Catapult two months ago. I had no idea. I happened to randomly meet a gentleman named Steve Scruggs. I didn't know who he was at a fundraising gala for Talbot House Ministries, which is kind of like a halfway house. I don't, I, I can't do Talbot House justice for what they do, but they do a lot of good here in the Lakeland community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had 3D printed uh, some models of some buildings that they were fundraising for mm-hmm. uh, to have on display at this annual gala to try to get some more money donated, uh, and in exchange for the buildings... I, you know, I said, hey, do you mind if we come to the gala? I love being able to see my stuff out in the open. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't get that opportunity. Take photographs, too. Right. And I happen to be sat at a table with Steve and Tammy Scruggs, and they're the two freaking sweetest people I've ever met. Steve just cares. And if we were just talking, and I had to do networking as entrepreneurs, too. He said, you know, I'd really like you to apply for this job. I said, well, with all due respect, i, I got to profit company that I like. He gave me some more information. I said, you know, I think I'm gonna update my resume. Let me, <laughs> you know, let me see. And uh, you know, it, it it's turned into kind of a dream. My dream, and you can ask anybody that knows me, my dream has always been to open up my own makerspace. Wow. And so to get involved with Catapult at this level and the training and all of that, and I don't have to take over for somebody else or build it myself, right, where I have to do all the fundraising on my own. This has been a blessing in disguise for me, right it, it, it's certainly as an entrepreneur as well since I still have my for-profit company, it has helped me better understand my time and how much my time is actually worth right right so it, it's it, it is situations like that and every entrepreneur will go through that time where it's like, wow. Well, oh, Maybe I should go get what my mother would call a real job. Your enthusiasm and your energy oh, I love and, it
0: here. and your passion. Mm-hmm. You truly are passionate, and it's evident. It's evident in the way you carry yourself and the way you engage people here. I feel that you will be a great asset and a contributor, and you are now.
1: I hope that I can be. Yeah. Obviously, the... The goal of any nonprofit or for-profit is every single person that comes on can provide a return greater than what they are being paid. And I recognize for a nonprofit that's not always 100% accurate, it doesn't matter to me. I want to make certain that I am providing Catapult way more than what I am being compensated for being here. I want to help people. If you are out there, you are listening, and you are in the Lakeland area, or surrounding area. Or surrounding area. If you're in Pasco, if you're in Hernando, if you're in Manatee. Orange? Oh, that's a, that's a bit of a... Well, I guess Orange County's not that far of a drive anymore, right? Osceola? Yeah, hey. Lake? If you're listening to this podcast and you're within a day's drive of Florida, get your keister down here and let us help you make awesome. Because that's what we do here. We just make awesome. We help you make awesome. I love this. Yeah, it, it's we're not going to... My for-profit company will do it for you. Catapult will not. Catapult will empower you to do it yourself. And there's something to be said about that. I find the atmosphere here to be one of the best that I've ever seen. And it's because the people honestly care. We're coming to the end of this interview. Yes, sir.
0: Thank you. We learned quite a bit. It's been it's been very interactive for oh. me, and I learned quite a bit from you
1: and about you as well. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. It, it, it's always fun to... Come and talk a little bit about you know just the the, the weird stuff that I've done the talk shop. stories yeah talk shop with people yeah. uh, you know if anyone wants to hear more I'll I'll leave I'll leave you with my so, contact so advice. what is
0: what is the best way to reach you
1: right now to support you and also uh, become part of this movement. So I guess there are two different ways. It depends on what you're looking to do. If you're looking to work with me on the for-profit side, you know, reaching out to my company, 3D Musketeers, would be a great way. My email is grant at 3dmusketeers.com. The and only A is in my name. And I'll put it in the yep. show notes. And if you're interested in becoming a part of Catapult and learning instead of you know paying someone to do it for you to learn to do it yourself, you can reach me at It is grant at Mm -hmm. catapultlakeland.com. I don't have an office phone yet. That's going to happen in 3.0, but I can leave, I guess I can leave my 3D Musketeers phone number because it does go right to my cell phone. I don't want to give out my personal cell phone number to the internet. I I will make sure that whatever,
0: (laughs) so is that I'll put those email addresses into the show notes so everyone can reach out to you and find you. And also um,
1: your website address. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I know this was... uh, We just said, hey, let's do it. Absolutely. I I, I like off the cuff because if I don't get time to prepare, you never know what's going to come out. And it could be good, it could be bad, who knows. But uh, I I like to think this went pretty well so far.
0: It did. Thank you. Uh, I learned quite a bit. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for... Investing your time and your energy into learning more—I should certainly learn a lot. And I hope that you are fired up, just like Grant is, and all the rest of the people here at Catapult, for which I'm part of. To be very grateful that I'm part of this. Whatever you do in your life, make sure you share this episode, this podcast, with everyone you care about, and make sure you speak brave.